I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. September 17th, 2020. St. Cornelius. Lord of the Flies. Getting married by proxy. Claiming to be a member of the band and a rocker that wasn't a good samurai. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily show about stuff that might be awesome. Don't overcomplicate it. It's barely edited and sometimes offensive. Enjoy it and have an awesome today. Would you? Hi. And hello. And good day to you. Good day to you. It is a good day. It's a great day. It's, it's, a, great it's a great day. It is a great day. I struggle still to claim greatness. Mm. Maybe, maybe. I just don't believe I deserve it. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It is, however, September 17th. It's Before you go into this, I'm just going to say this. Shout out to my late grandmother, my grandma Babcock. It's her birthday. Well, happy birthday, Ethel. She was a great lady. Yes. I miss her very much, but I know she looks after us and prays for us from heaven. So She was a strong woman. Yeah, she was. She was a pioneer in her industry, and I'm not kidding about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. She was a a nurse who was in charge of the nursery uh, at, the, at a big hospital in Kansas City, and she was one of the pioneers of insisting on babies being allowed to room in with their mothers instead of being stationed off in the nursery. Yeah, and really fought for that and advocated for moms and babies. So nice. Happy birthday, Grandma. Good job, lady. <laughs> well, for those of us. Well, I guess technically, whether you are or are not in the Catholic faith, it doesn't change the fact that today is the celebration of St. Cornelius. Happy Feast of St. Cornelius. Who is St. Cornelius? Indeed, who is he? Well, after a 14-month period where the church had no pope due to intense persecution of the church, the prior pope had been martyred, St. Cornelius became pope. And one of the great challenges that he faced we're talking about around 250-ish years, uh, the year mm-hmm. being that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great challenges that, that he faced then was 
what to do with those Christians who had denied their faith in order to survive persecutions, and ultimately then how this related to the sacrament of penance. As you can imagine within the church, those who had not, you know, who had risked their own lives and everything else and yes. not denied the church, um, they they didn't think it was real fair to just, you know, be, come on in. Right. They were, they were upset. Sure. He ultimately did allow those, and they would have been called apostates. Yes. He allowed them to re-enter the church, but it was under stringent conditions. Mm-hmm. And as, as penance should be is, is that it's, Along with hearing a confession, it is also the priest in that moment standing in, in place of Christ, listening and making a binding judgment to say this is authentic right. and real or it is not. Yes. Um, also, kind of big picture here, he really helped to guide the church between the extremes of rigorism and laxity. Okay, that was a tough uh, road to hoe even from the beginning. Indeed. And I believe he he was rewarded with martyrdom. Oh, man. A few well. short years later. Which isn't, I mean, it's one thing to be, oh, you know, somebody got killed and that's terrible. But well, if, if you, in fact, yeah. believe as we do in the faith, um, the afterlife is better than the current. That's right. So, all right. Well, St. Cornelius, pray for us. Yeah. Please, somebody pray do for it. us. Well, let's skip ahead a few uh, hundreds and hundreds of years, centuries. A few fortnights of decades and <laughs> yes. whatnot. I forgot what, I for, I literally forgot what the term for a hundred years was until I said centuries. Yes, that can happen. That's where my brain is today. So in 1872, Philip W. Pratt... No relation to Chris Pratt I that I'm aware of. I almost said that. I literally almost said that and we did not... Discuss that in That's our pre-recording talk. I'm terrified of our shared brainness. Our symbiotic brain. Yes. Well, Philip W. Pratt patented a sprinkler system in the 1870s. Way to go. I wish I'd looked this up, like dug into it. Yeah. I don't know if they're referencing like an overhead put out your fire mm. sprinkler or my yard's dry, I need a sprinkler. I, that is a very good question. My money is on an office building mm-hmm. style, like like the office when they had the fire drill. Yes. The classic. Yes. Uh, but yeah, maybe, who knows? Either way, good for you, Philip W. Pratt. Thank Indeed. you for bringing water to yes. us in the form of our sprinkler system. Thank you. 1933. So we're just on the heels of the Great Depression here. Yes. And a USA wages by employment report is issued. And these aren't depressed numbers because of the depression. These are income numbers showing average weekly wages for the different kinds of, of jobs that they would have bothered to report upon. Uh-huh. A physician would have made or did make rather $55.32 a week. All right. Engineer, next notch down $40.68. Big drop then to salesmen who made $25.02. Laborers at a flat 20 and typists at $15.09. A week. A week. So you annualize this at the high end with doctors. You're talking about an annual income of $2,877 and typists at $785 a year. Well, different times. Different times, that's for sure. 
This was also, wasn't this the era where with a penny or something you could buy a bag full of candy? Oh, yeah. So it's not as terrible as it sounds, right? <laughs> Especially for those with the sweet tooth amongst us. I Indeed. Suppose. Got a whole bag. It's all for me. <laughs> Well, in 1954, William Golding's Lord of the Flies is published. Now, I'm a bad, bad English yes, major, so I've never read this. You're a horrible human for not reading it. I do remember this is where we get the phrase, who has the conch? Conch? Mm -hmm. Conch. Conch. Mm -hmm. It's spelled conch, right? Yes. It's the shell. And if you had the shell, this is, yes. well... If you haven't read Lord of the Flies, you're like, who has the shell? Why does Wait, anyone have a shell? The, shell? They, the, the gist of the story mm -hmm. is that there is a group of young men on an island and they are having to... Well, the plane crashes, right? Yeah, yeah. They're having to learn how to self-govern. Yes. There's no adults, all of that. And so right. they've made a rule to establish order that to speak in terms of to the group, you had to be holding the con. And conch. Conch. I almost said conch. You had to be holding the conch. <laughs> and if you weren't holding it, it wasn't your turn to speak. If you were, you shouldn't be interrupted, all of that. Yes. And so that was a common cry when instead of order in the court, it was who has the conch? You know, yes. That deal. Um, it's also the place where we get the phrase sucks to your asthma, which was kind of a slang of asthma. And it was saying there was one kid that was always like, my asthma, my asthma. And that yes. was the, yeah. They said sucks in the 1950s? Mm -hmm. Wow. As in poo-poo on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. It's a great book. It's one of the few classics that I actually have a lot of recollection of mm -hmm. from having read it when I was, I assume, junior high or high school. I can't remember exactly the age. Gotcha. Good book, though. Huh? Really interesting cover art on it as well. All right. I'll take your word for it. Never read it myself. You should. I probably won't. <laughs> I know. It still hurts my heart, though. Oh, I could right. treat you like you do me with a podcast <laughs> about this book. So I'm not. I'm not harassing you. But have you read it yet? Are you, is, are you reading it right now? Is that what's happening? Is that why your eyes are going left and right because you're reading it? <laughs> you're so mean to me. <laughs> I'm a bully. That's I what know. I'm supposed to do. I right? Know. Yes. All right. Well, in 1957, two male attorneys. I don't know why that was an important delineating included fact, but it was. Yeah. Two male attorneys stand in as actress Sophia Loren and producer Carlo Ponti, wed by proxy in Juarez, Mexico. So, yeah, the two dudes were like, I'm here to be Sophia Loren mm -hmm. and he's here to be Carlo Ponti. And let's get married. I don't know if they kissed or not, or exchanged rings or any of that. Yeah. I wondered if this was something that's just legal, like in Mexico. You supposed it could yeah. be legal elsewhere. We could have saved ourselves a lot of time. This is, this is the real revelation here. Yeah. How much easier would your wedding day be if you could just make someone else go do it? Well. You could already be on your way to your honeymoon destination, perhaps even there. Yes. Yeah. We could have used the extra time. Yeah. Our honeymoon was not without hiccup. Yeah. We could have used the extra money, too. Yes. We were but broke college children when we yeah. got married. Yep. So anyway, that happened in 1957. Well, 1964, the television series 
Bewitched premieres. Did you ever watch Bewitched? You know, I've, I've seen an episode or a handful on Nick at Night when I was a kid, mm -hmm. but I never was really that super into it. It was interesting. Mm -hmm. it was the, the plot line, you have the witch who doesn't look and dress like a witch. No. Like that. She looks like a regular yeah. woman of the day. Mm -hmm. And she's married to a, a, an army guy, right? Mm -hmm. He's a major or something, maybe. I don't know. Yep. And uh, when, whenever, it was basically whenever life got a little squirrely, I think she kind of created the man, I wish I could do that perspective. Anytime, anytime things got squirrely, she'd do a little, little nose, nose wiggle and it'd make a doo -doo 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 sound and it would change whatever. Just fix it. Change behaviors of people, make items appear that you needed, disappear yes. that you needed to have gone. Yeah. I mean, no wonder it was a popular show. That's like the ideal fantasy life right there. Yeah. Just to be like a little nose wiggle, wiggle, got, wiggle, wiggle. Got busy, didn't know somebody was coming over, house is a mess, wiggle, 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 yep. and it's done. And it's done. How bewitching of you. Indeed. All right. Well, in 1972, keeping in the TV theme, MASH, M-A-S-H, premiered on CBS. What does it stand for? I was going to ask you that because I thought you were a MASH fan. No. I thought you'd mentioned in the past that you enjoyed MASH. Maybe that was my other wife. <laughs> Apparently it was. Um, it, this has to do with the Army. Yeah. I know that much. Yes. It, it was... I've seen enough episodes over the years. I'm familiar with it. It never really did a lot for me. I think you had to be an adult of the era. You think so? I really do think so to let, like, really fully grasp the nuance mm -hmm. of what's happening there. I mean, I'm sure that we could watch it now, and especially as adults, and probably get more out of it. It was one of those shows, as I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, that was both funny, there was jokes, but then also it was, it would have like a poignant moment yeah. in each episode. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it was tremendously uh, complimentary to the military or to our government. Okay. It's a, what we would call today, a dramedy. Yes. It's that a hybrid of a drama and a comedy. That's a portmanteau when you put the words together like that. Look at you flexing. You're trying to make up for the fact I that am. you haven't read Lord of the Flies. I Have you read it yet? Did you am. read it in between now and the last time? I put it on Kindle at least. Okay. While we were talking. Excellent. Liar. I didn't. The, the five of you watching on YouTube know that I most certainly did not <laughs> do that. I don't know that I will. Okay. You know what? What if I read the cliff notes of it? Is that acceptable? That's I how don't know. I read Moby Dick. You trust Cliff? I do trust Cliff. <laughs> He's gotten you through some he tight spots. He got me out of a tight spot. Okay. With Moby Dick, anyway. Yeah, that's I can understand in that instance. Yeah. It's a long read. Lord of the Flies. That's a quick afternoon. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking it was like a uh, nah, a no. thick one. So. It's easy. Easy read. All right. Moving on. Nineteen eighty-two. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Release their single, Bad to the Bone. Bad to the Bone. Yes. I believe is the correct pronunciation. Well, not as it's typed, but feel free to do the thing there that you did. Yes. I never, I've, of course, heard that song many times, as mm -hmm. most people have, but I never knew that was the name of the person and band who performed it, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Yes, they destroyed that song. Is it a one-hit wonder? Because I've never heard of anything else. No, <laughs> it was definitely their more popular okay. piece, but they, they were around. Well, do I have a story for you? And actually, it was a story that you found for me. Yes, it's true. Do we have a story for you all? In 1998, 
That's the year we got married, actually. It was. There we go. It happened. We were there. No. We were en route to a place. Nope. That's not part of this. And story. this was actually about me. <laughs> that is all untrue. But here is what truly did happen in 1998 on this date. An American Airlines flight made an emergency stop in Denver, which pause, push pause right now on this story because... Everything goes through Denver. Yes. Everything. If you are flying out of Oklahoma City, it doesn't matter where you're going in the U.S., you're going through Denver. Yep. And, and... The There's Denver a big pot trade. <laughs> probably. Marijuana, that is. Uh, yes, probably. American Airlines, that's how they make their money. I would, not, I would not be surprised, but listen to me. Denver International Airport is one of the, the most... The seat cushions are stuffed with weed, Okay. <laughs> you know I like to I know you like to bully me I like to tease a Maggie <laughs> Denver International Airport if you enjoy a conspiracy theory mm -hmm. type in Denver Airport conspiracy theory into your Google machine and have fun for the rest of the day because there is a whole bunch of stuff okay. about it Anyway, the, this plane had to make an emergency emergency stop in Denver because a passenger had become violent after meeting, hold on, buckle up, after meeting Hootie and the blowfish, not all just of Hootie. Them, all the fishes of blowing. Hootie and the blowfish on the plane. Now, this gentleman's name is Amit Singh. He was such a fanboy that he could not, and he also would not leave the band leave the band alone. He kept bothering them. He tried to sit with them. He went so far as to attack their bodyguard and and several flight attendants. Yes. He was uh, pestering them for all kinds of advice. Autographs. I didn't put that in there, but also autographs. Autographs. He then decided to claim to be a member of the band. As flight attendants would. Yes. Yeah. He yep. was literally saying, I'm with the band. <laughs> He followed then all of that shenanigans by locking himself in the bathroom. So as six police officers and a paramedic came in to move him off of the plane, he continued to cry and scream and kick and also tried to bite the officers. So who knows what was going on that day for Amit Singh? I mean, maybe a little too much to drink. There, there was definitely drink involved. Yeah. Um, but hey, I mean... I'm almost jealous. Have you ever loved anything that much? Try to think if that if I can imagine losing my complete composure over a person or a thing. I I don't think so. I have not. I'm. I wish I had. That has to be an incredible level of love mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or something. Some well, word. I mean, word. Love is a word. I don't know if it's the right word for this. Something. I, I, I can't even fathom being that infatuated with something. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. It leaves me with inadequate words. It makes me wonder if he was, if it was all happenstance. It's just like he was a huge fanboy and by coincidence happened to be on this flight. Or if he was like a stalker and he knew they were going Ooh, to be on that flight. Right. He saw them in the airport. He restructured his whole travel plans. I mean, it was 1998. This was pre-9-11. You Wait. could do whatever you wanted. Wait. Here's what happened. Okay. That, he saw them, wanted to get on the plane, all of that. Then mid-flight, he's like, oh, damn. I got to get to Denver. I don't know where this plane's going. There's only one way I know to get to Denver. 
well, two actually. One is if you have a seat cushion full of weed. The other, maybe I can raise all holy hell because I know that's where they take problem people. Yes. That's what happened. Yes. Yes. Good for you, Amit. Yeah. Another thing, just when you said that, it reminded me that when I was flying back to the United States from Lebanon, so my flight over, I had left from Frankfurt, Germany, Mm -hmm. and came through customs in Denver. And listen, I know the people there are doing the best they can, but it was a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah. On the U.S. side. On the U.S. side. Not on the, the Germany side was completely efficient, friendly, helpful, boom, boom, boom. But landing in Denver, again, who knows? These, they're doing the best they can, I suppose. Yes. But it was uh, not the most pleasant part of my travels. I understand. From Denver. Okay, moving on. 2003, during a concert, David Lee Roth, who sang with Van Halen. I don't know who he was, if he was with Van Halen at this time or if he was just the David Lee Roth band at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, a bit of a bit of an ego, a bit of a weirdo, as this story reaffirms. During a concert, he attempts a very fast, complicated, 15th century samurai move using a staff. As one does. Because that's real cool, right? As one does during a so rock concert. 2003, he's so out of touch with what's cool, right? <laughs> but he's going to do this. Well, he hits himself in the face like a jackass and requires 21 stitches. I don't What in the world could he have been doing with a stick? To do yeah, that, but he did it. He split. He literally split his face open. Yeah. A few days later, ultimately ended up canceling the remainder of the tour, and no one was sad. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moving ahead a few years, what? Just the story is funny. This is good. 2012. There is a secret video taken at Presidential Hopeful. Mitt Romney of him as he is uh, speaking at a private donor dinner. Some Mm -hmm. of you may already remember what this is about. He shared with this inner circle a perspective that the 47% of Americans who supported Obama did so because they did not pay any income tax and that they ultimately did not take personal responsibility for their own lives. Dang, Mitt, that is not a good look. Uh -uh. (laughs) According to the old saying... Secrets don't make friends. I'm sure that that applies here in multiple ways. I'm sure that it does. And I haven't heard that phrase in a long time, but do you remember a time in our in the life of our family when our daughters were younger when secrets yes. don't make friends was a, a common yes. mantra and commonly repeated thing? Nothing trending today, huh? Um, you know what? I didn't, I didn't get a chance no. to look. I got a little pinched on time and just... Grabbed what I could. I've got an eye twitch. I hope the people watching the video don't think I'm trying to pick anybody up here. It's, it won't stop. I hate it. I don't know if it's fatigue or weird light in here or what. It's all the things. Well, let's whirl. Whirl. Watch, read, listen, lifestyle. What could you watch? You could watch Bewitched. I know you can find it somewhere on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I, Al Gore. Yeah, I bet you're... Maybe your parents or some older people in your life might even have some video cassettes of it. Possibly. Uh, you could watch MASH, or you could just ask your parents or grandparents to tell you what MASH was about. Right, right. <laughs> I bet you could find snippets of either of those things on the YouTube. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And you could 
Google for us and tell us what MASH stood for. Yeah. Do you know what I think of when I think of MASH? Military and superheroes? No. Do you remember the pen, pencil and paper game that you would play on notebook paper during class? M-A-S-H. You put it across the top and it stands for mansion, apartment, some uh, shack or house. And that's where you're going to live. It was a whole complicated game of fill in the blank. Never heard of this. What? No girls when you were in like late elementary, middle school ever played MASH with you? Not that I recall. Holy Moses, we are doing that directly after this recording if I can find the instructions online to remind myself how to do it. I will participate right after you complete the reading of oh, Lord of the Flies. damn it. That really puts a kink in my schedule. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> I cannot... Cannot believe no little girl in your little small town out in the country ever made you fill out and do the whole mash thing. We were busy learning good hygiene and how to brush our one tooth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say how to brush our horses. Well. For some reason. And the horse's one tooth. It was one tooth for the both of us. We shared it. Oh my gosh. I, I am, as the kids say, shook. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, well. I'm developing a complex now over a children's game. It was not a child's you, game. You're the bully. For tweens. I feel bullied. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, what could you read to make yourself feel <laughs> Well, you could read Lord of the Flies unless your name's Meg. I mean, talk about bullying. I do know some intense bullying goes on in that story. Yeah. It's pretty much just about That's, bullying. It was because of that story that I've never bullied again. Ooh, maybe I should read it. Yeah. Maybe you should reread it. <laughs> You're feisty today. I guess so. You could listen to George Thorogood's Bad to the Bone, and you probably should as a introduction or refresher, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. I would guess if you're not already imagining what this song is, that a few bars in, you'll be like, oh yeah, that was on a show or something that I remember. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess you could go listen to David Lee Roth and imagine him samurai whacking himself in the head. I'd like that. Hey, you could also listen to Hootie and the Blowfish and see if it inspires within you like a raging yeah. fan. Don't do this situation. on a flight. No. In fact, I would only do this if you are in Denver. Yeah. That's where you're going to end up being anyway. Or if you need to go to Denver. <laughs> What's if you've got a big cushion full of weed and you need to get to Denver. 
That is so dumb. Um, <laughs> what's the what's Hootie's name? Is it Darius Rucker? Yes. Okay. Listen to some Darius Rucker music because yeah. he's a country singer now. He, he and did has a, been for a while. He did a remake of uh, Wagon Wheel. That's pretty strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pretty strong. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I don't enjoy much of his country music, but I also didn't enjoy much of the fish. Fishblown music, either. Yeah, it was to a certain taste, and that taste was not ours, I think. Indeed. Lifestyle-wise, I do have an STD. I am so mad at myself because... I like that you say that now without flinching. (laughs) If you are new to this segment, I don't literally have an STD. It is a scent of the day. It was so lovely that you even noticed that I was wearing it. It's called Cliffside Bonfire. It's from Solstice Scents. That's... I don't even know. Words fail me. I'm not as creative today as I've been in prior days. It's it's feminine, but not not weak or childish. Or I feel like a man could wear this. Not that that's what feminine means, but I think a lot of times things get grouped into that broad category sure. of, of feminine. There's nothing sweet about it. No, no. It's very woodsy. It's very pleasant. I would even say it teeters on the edge of sexy. Well, thank you. Yeah. I enjoy this scent, and I'm so mad at myself because I did not bring my phone with me to give you all the scent notes for it. But again, it is the scent Cliffside Bonfire from Solstice Scents. Bonfire. Cliffside Bonfire? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's great to share all the details and stuff and things, but sometimes it's good to just tantalize a bit. And if you're interested, go look it up. I'll tell you what AJ got interested in, and that's creating a lap board. Lap boards. People of a certain age who were involved in certain activities in college, the legal kind. Or who stayed in a hospital at some point. Lap boards were a thing in hospitals. Okay. All right. Let's roll with it. A little earlier era. Yeah. But yeah, people stayed longer, typically. Okay. And, And... now, this is me telling a secondhand story, but a lap board, and that way you could get out your stationery and mm. write to your family members who okay. didn't yeah. know that you needed their sympathy right, right, and right, or right. financial assistance. <laughs> yes. Because those doctors were getting that $55 a week or yeah, whatever it was. I know, right? Well, so when we were in college, when right before or right around the time we got engaged, I made a lap board for you, Yeah, which is to say it's a big, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a wooden slab, paint it. I painted it. I put magazine clippings on it. Pictures. Pictures, all glitter, kinds of stuff. Because I am a glitter man. Yes. Uh, you pour the, we call it liquid glass. I can't remember what it's actually. Modge Podge. Well, the Modge Podge keeps everything down, but that thick, glass top okay yeah it's just like a polyurethane that's exactly it yes um to make it hard on top and then i at the time did uh batting with a fabric thing on the bottom so it was nice like a pillow pillow bottom yeah pillow bottom that was my nickname in high school (laughs) (laughs) what a terrible nickname that would be get over here pillow bottom Give me your lunch money. <laughs> Good boy. I spank you on the pillow bottom then. It's really awkward. Really awkward. This is getting so awkward and I <laughs> just wanted to talk about our 13-year-old daughter. 
anyway, that thing with the the pillow box, it came off a long time ago. It, that part did not hold up. But both on the lap board and me. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Um, yep, that lap board has held up through the years to the mm -hmm. point we, I still use it sometimes. You've used it. The girls use it sometimes. So AJ decided she wanted to do her own. So we looked, we scoured the internets, the World Wide web at our fingertips. We could not find the kind of lap board, wooden lap board playing that she wanted until Ching found one on Etsy. Mm -hmm. Everything's so, on Etsy. Everything's on Etsy. Including I, rosaries that we make. <laughs> yes, that's right. So we haven't updated that in a while. No, we haven't. Me too, haven't. But the I, I even asked the Etsy maker of this lap board if he could do a special measurement. She wanted it to be just like the one that I had made for you. She's going to make one for herself. And the guy was like, sure, that's great. No problem. I just need a few extra days to ship it. Anyway, it came today. Mm -hmm. And I was so thrilled and surprised when I looked at the return address after all of our searching and digging to find mm -hmm. a plain blank wooden lap board. He's up the road in Stillwater. Like an hour away yeah, from us. Yeah, not, not far from Oklahoma City. Yeah. I get a lot, a lot of my family is originally from south and east, just a stone's throw from Stillwater. My dad attended college there, so we have a lot of Stillwater ties. Oh, yeah, definitely. Our twins have a lot of OSU gear. That's where. Do they really? Yeah. Never even noticed. Um, handed down from the Clarks. We haven't really. Ah, uh, yes, they were huge. <clears throat> yeah. Probably still are. I said were yes. as though there are no longer or they are no longer. <laughs> Maybe they finally got gotten by that pillow bottom disease. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that was a whole long thing to say. Now, AJ is ready to launch into her lap board building. So we'll see Excellent. how that goes. Let's talk about, let's continue our conversation about clothing and style and etc. Yes. Today, I tried to continue my journey mm -hmm. because you had talked about how important building out the foundations of revamping your wardrobe, having a new view on what you wear, mm -hmm. to start with your actual foundations, as we used to call them in the olden days, your underwear. Your um, pillow bottom covers. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out of my head now. Obviously. Everyone in my head has a pillow bottom. <laughs> it's a weird world. It's a weird world up there. I'm a little alarmed. Um, so you have been on the underwear journey. Yep. Trying to find that perfect, chasing the dream of the perfect pair of underwear. Let me let me share a perspective. Okay. And, and I know everybody perceives things differently. I know that, however, we perceive things as individuals, we oftentimes just automatically apply to others. Yeah. Maybe no one besides me struggles with finding the right underwear. Maybe people are just like, whatever, it's just there to cover it's your pillowy bottom. That's it's it. Literally a pillow bottom cover. Um I'm it's not like I'm searching for Nirvana in my pants, okay? I want something that does its job that isn't uncomfortable, that doesn't ride funny, and that doesn't just sit and gather a pool of moisture for mm -hmm. eternal chafing. I don't feel like that's too much to ask for. I don't think it is at all. 
And I was shamed out of wearing tidy whities years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I even would have recognized back then that there was <clears throat> anything else that existed. Sure. Lived a pretty simple underwear life. Yeah. But uh, in the past, I have viewed online clothes purchasing as irritating from the perspective that I've also been, I've also, I'm overcoming a mindset of scarcity Mm. uh, that is very old in my life because we've lived in some times that were pretty scarce. Oh, yes. Um, And so then it's like, okay, well, if I order something and it doesn't work, then it's either A, I just wasted all of that money. Yeah. Or B, I went to the prob- the, the difficulties of sending it back, which I don't even know if you can do with underwear. Right. Um, not that you can try on underwear in the store either. Right. But go to the difficulty of sending it back, which still costs money. Yeah. Because you have to pay the shipping, and I don't want to be out the money, and, and just this really small mindset about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And trying to transition through, I mean, I... I have been to all of the places near us physically yeah. that would carry underwear and I've tried some things here and there in the past and not found anything that felt like a grand solution. And so this go around to order specifically this time from Tommy John yes. to order the same cut of underwear in four different materials and give myself permission to try them and permission to just throw away mm-hmm. if something doesn't work right. Right. And and as I uh, pointed out yesterday, I mean, I'm still testing out this batch. Uh, I can't wear multiple pairs in a day or I choose not to. I guess I could. Um, One for each pillow bottom cheek. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so like the first pair I wore, I was like, yeah, these are pretty good. The pair I wore yesterday for Whatever reason, I mean, they're very, they were comfortable, the quality material, all of that, but my word, the sweating, and then they never dried. That's a completely uncomfortable and very it's unacceptable. A, it's a real deal breaker for mm-hmm. me. Real deal breaker for me. And yeah. then uh, one of the pairs was, uh, it was more of an athletic uh, spandexy type yeah. thing, and I, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make it a whole day in that. Okay. Uh, and then I've got on a fourth pair today that I think is good. I don't know if it's as good as the first. I'll have to go another round or two there. But ultimately, all of that, just to, to look at the concept of, yeah, just take order some things and try them and don't be such a weirdo about it. Exactly. And I do think it's such a mindset shift and an energetic shift to not have like this tense, tight-fisted, like energy towards it Mm -hmm. and then just to have it really open-handed and just like okay like it's just underwear and it's money and and i believe i have faith that even if i spend money on these and they don't work out that there will still be other you know there's still going to be right possibility down the road for more different i don't have to live a life doomed to commandoism well i mean maybe not doomed to it maybe you will suddenly have an epiphany where you're like, you know, I was looking for underwear this whole time, but the answer is... I've tried that before. You have? I spent a time commandoing. You did. What was that? Was um, it here? No, no. Was that, it in coaching days? That was... Yeah. Okay. I think so. I forgot. Yeah, it's over 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, well, so anyway, you are building out your foundations. Yeah. I 
definitely need new bras and underwear. I have been living in nursing bras. Nico does still nurse, but it's to the point where I don't need the nursing bras anymore. I need actual supportive real bras. Mm -hmm. And I haven't bought... All of my underwear is either maternity underwear or postpartum underwear, which is to say... Which is real sexy. Which is to say... It's real nice. It's time to upgrade. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the mall where you went yesterday yes. and had no luck. I Disappointment Square Mall. Oh, good. Yes, that's what it was for me, too. I was so surprised that Soma, I've talked about this on Sort of Awesome, I love Soma bras and underwear. I love that they do a proper fitting for you. I loved the whole Soma experience. That Soma store is gone right out the mall. And so, anyway. Women have decided to go upstairs commando. <laughs> I'm, I'm really bummed because that was such a great store. And anyway, all of that to say, I am going to be still working on building out foundations. But, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's time to expand beyond what I thought. Yeah. I, I had, <clears throat> Sometimes I get into just like a comfort level of like, Okay, I know I know this brand, I know this size, I know this, and so I'm not even going to look to see what else is out there. Right. I'm, and maybe, I don't know, I, I was thinking about this. Maybe we're used to a procedure because it's what we've done. Yeah, definitely. You need something, you go physically mm -hmm. to a store. Now, certainly we've transitioned out of that with a lot of things because yeah. it's nearly daily that we have a shipment from somewhere arriving, right? Mm -hmm. But there are some things like, in this case, underwear, or bras, as it were, which is a form of underwear. It is. That uh, we just default to this well. It's the thing we, we go to the store right. to buy these and, and go through this process. But maybe there is a better, more convenient process to embrace that would give us access to better yeah. than what we have immediately available, mm -hmm. which is certainly now the case for bras, it seems like. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that same kind of mindset of it's more often than not, you can get it cheaper online anyway. And so even if, you know, you've ordered 15 things at once with the hope that, that one works and you're paying return shipping on 14, that it all evens out. Right. Uh, but now you have access to such a greater selection of things. Maybe you will find the perfect mm -hmm. whatever in the process rather than the best of what's available nearby. Right. Yeah. So anyway, there was a sort of non-update update. Well, we, we discussed and did some internet searching last night, and it does seem that from yesterday's discussion where we talked about this building in layers yes, uh, up and staple materials and colors and all of that, that this is truly a universal man and woman, mm -hmm. not just for what I had seen in men's clothing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's something. So today, from what we have, each of us, without consulting each other, really, kind of put together one of these staple outfits. Mm -hmm. um, I had an appointment outside of the house, and I went with, uh, went relaxed, went with a pair of chinos, a gray pair of Adidas Originals, I think their Campus is the style, which is a very perfect shoe for that. I went with a colored t-shirt, um, but then wore an also colored Oxford cloth button down over the top, 
sleeves rolled up. I got my old watch out, mm -hmm. old watch today. Mm -hmm. um, and though the tailoring on everything isn't where I'm going to end up getting it on this stuff, it mimicked yeah. kind of one of the looks that I think is appropriate. And you did something similar. Yes, I threw on some jeans that I knew would work and did a white tank that I've had in my drawer for a long time and I hardly ever wear. Put that on with a uh, black and white buffalo check button-up, mm -hmm. like from Old Navy. Mm -hmm. And again, I've had in my closet for a long time. Put that over the top, left it unbuttoned, untucked, and it was it felt really nice and, you know, easy it, to put together. It looked very nice. Thank you. Of course, we're wearing our sort of awesome and awesome yeah. day merch Merch T-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I can see, and I'm very, for the first time, I'm like super excited to clean out my closet because I know a lot of it is going to go. And I love the idea of going back so far back into basics that it just like getting dressed is easy. Yes. Instead yes. of digging through and pondering and those types of things. So I think it, it stands, uh, has the potential to really bring us to a different place mentally yeah. as we go to get ready in the morning to very purposefully choose an outfit to fit a mood and or event for the day or for a moment in the day yeah. and maybe avoid some of this induced by COVID uh, somewhat of a almost a, a shame dressing mm, yeah. where we're hiding in our clothes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I suppose that's it for today. That's all the things. All and the most things, of the stuff. All the things and the Lord of the Flies. All right. Well, take your pillow butt and have an awesome today, would ya? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. As nicknames go, pillow bottom is not good. It is spectacular. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.